Welcome back to the STEM Blazers podcast. My name is Ali Hilton. And I'm Vivian Vovoran. Joining us on this episode is Ipshu Dakal. Ipshu was born and raised in Kathmandu, Nepal, and moved to the U.S. for college. She graduated in computer science and is now a software engineer focused on front-end development at WeGoLook. We're looking forward to sharing her journey today. Ipshu, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. To get into some of our first questions, could you just give us a little more insight into what you do on a day-to-day? Yeah, so my title is a software engineer. So I basically code and program. That's my everyday task. Uh, I primarily focus on front-end development, which is more on the website and web apps area of the development. So for a typical day, my day would look like getting started in the morning, seeing if I have any new tasks or any previous tasks that I need to complete. And then I just finish what what's assigned to me and ask for more. <laughs> Does we go look? Do they like outsource and like so? Are you doing only designing for their website and like their content, or are you designing for like other apps or other websites or anything like that? Um, so more than outsourcing, we do have clients who use our ordering platform to order stuff online. Okay. Um, sometimes, according to their needs, uh, we do have to make few adjustments to our websites and build um, a product for their special needs. Gotcha. Very cool. So we know that you moved from Nepal to the U.S. Were there any challenges that you faced when moving to another country for your education and career? And do you think that that impacted your decision to pursue computer science? Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, I would say the first semester, because I moved here for college, the first semester was a little bit of culture shock for me. And it was hard because I'm an only child and I've never been away from my home or family. And um, just coming to a different country, different language, different people, different culture, different food, everything was, it was a lot to take in. Yeah, but I could imagine. It gradually started being better. And then I was like, I kind of like this. Um, I made friends. uh, I got used to the food. Actually, that's a lie. That took a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I was determined to pursue a degree in computer science before I moved here. And after I got here, I was like more encouraged to do that. Definitely. Yeah, that's so awesome too that, you know, that must have been really crazy transitioning to the US and you did it and you pursued your education. Like that's just amazing to me. So Yeah. And that definitely is a big leap of, of faith. Uh, that's a lot of like leaving something behind that you feel so comfortable with to something that you have no idea about. Yeah, it's exactly uh it's definitely, you know, moving out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I did have a lot of challenges, uh, especially with the language too, because um sometimes there would be language barriers and I was like, I cannot I could not articulate my feelings or my thought process in the way I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot it gets better, it gets easier, but when I first started, you know, being um like socially active in college, um, I would have to like think about what I wanted to say in Nepali and then translate that in English and then, you know, have a conversation. So it was a little challenging, but uh, I would say it was like an interesting transition. I feel like I've learned a lot. Yeah. 
Did you learn a lot of?、Uh, did you take any English classes prior to coming over to the U.S. or did you learn mostly?、Yeah. Okay, definitely. So our courses they were kind of designed to be in both Nepali and English. I would say I could read, write, speak English、uh, well, but you know it, it was definitely not very fluent. Right, and this is kind of like a side question, but have you been able to find any like good food, like Nepal? I don't know the best way to say, it, but like Nepal food here in the U.S. <laughs> oh my gosh! So you know what, guys, I'm so jealous that you guys are in Colorado because that state has like the best Nepali restaurants I've ever been to. Oh, oh I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, I think the one that I really like it's called Sherpa. They have like really, really good food, like really authentic Nepali food. Like I,、mm-hmm. even thinking about it, like I'm like <laughs> drooling. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, well, I bet too, especially I, I like I know food is not as good as my mom makes it, so I can. Yeah. I bet it's probably the same way. Yeah. Yeah,、mm-hmm. I do miss my mom's cooking because. When I was there, I was like, "Oh, I'm so tired of eating this." And now I'm like, <laughs> "Why did you have to say that?" It's like I crave that now. I have dream about the food. <laughs>、mm-hmm. That's so funny. And you talked about how determined you were when you were making this move. But how were you introduced to computer science? And did your interests always stay the same? Uh, so okay, my career pathway it, it's been kind of interesting. So growing up, and even until like early high school. I really thought I was going to be a doctor or go to med school, but I realized it was more like my parents' dream rather than mine. And then I was like, "Maybe do I really want to do this or not?" Like, I I love that profession, and I would probably enjoy doing that, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to spend the rest of my life being、um, in that field. Because I don't know, I was like, what, "What? Why am I not exploring? What other options are there?" I remember taking like my first、uh, computer science class. My teacher he said that, "Hey, Ipshu, you you have this ability to just think out, outside of the box. Like you get algorithms and you、um, you turn it into something that's、uh, you know fun to learn and everybody understands." Because I did this presentation. And I did it in a way where I put like algorithms and like a day-to-day term kind of thing. Like there is algorithm in how you make tea or cook your food、sure. or organize your closet. And then my teacher was just like, maybe you should pursue computer science. I I know it's not a common field for women to go to, but maybe you should really consider that. And at that moment, I was just like, I know I'm going to be a doctor. But later on, I was like, what if? Like, what if it's you know really intriguing? And、then I just started researching about it, and the more I learned about it, I got like more attracted to it. I just felt like it was very dynamic and very much in demand. Like there is always going to be something new in this field, and you would never get bored. Yeah, yeah, that's so awesome. And like, so you mentioned that you know you grew up in a culture where it's mostly persuaded for women to get settled early or go to med school for higher education. So, do you have any advice for girls who may be going through a similar situation or like want to break the norm but don't know how to do that? Yeah, it's a difficult situation. I would understand、uh, people coming from like a developing country like myself. They might not have、uh, opportunities like STEM blazers or you know have like a support system to guide them through. If they could hear me, and if I could give any advice to people who 
you know, are going through a situation like that would be to, you know, find a group, uh, start communicating with uh, anybody who has similar mindset or similar interests and take your stand. Like it's, it's your future. It's in your hands. So I would very much encourage them to just be brave and you know, just believe in themselves. Yeah, I think that's awesome advice. I think being brave, I th- I think that defines how who you are and the and what you've gone through is being brave. But I think that that's really important to note because um, to some of us, like taking that step and being like, oh, let's just look at something else for fun seems really easy. But for some other people, that's a really big change and a really big leap to do. But it 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 can be worth it in the end because yes, that that leap you never know where it can lead. Yeah. Definitely. And I, I love your message with that, too, because you, you, you mentioned before, like, but what if, like, what if I did go into computer science and you were able to fulfill that, Definitely. you know, go for it rather than regret. Yes. And uh, Ipshu, you mentioned that you got a, an internship in your last semester of college. Could you talk about how that influenced your career decision and how that helped you gain experience? So... Just being honest, I feel like when I, when I was still in school and I was still pursuing computer science, I didn't know what I wanted to do. It was like, this is such a big field that you have so many expertise or um, a certain area you can, you know, be good at. And I just didn't know what to do. I, uh, I was very confused. I was like, should I do data? Should I do designing? Should I do development? Like, what should I do? And then um, I took this class called internet programming and then i saw a post in our college event thing where they you know post jobs and stuff and i saw like my first internship with chickasaw nation that company was uh, looking for interns for that position um, and i was like okay i'm gonna learn uh, more about internet programming and application development and might as well you know see what the real world looks like mm-hmm. and uh they actually only hired students who were either Native Americans or, you know, uh, Native to America. And I was like, oh, my gosh, well, I, I really think this is a good opportunity. What can we do? And um, they liked me, too. And they were like, well, we also want you to have this opportunity. You seem very interested. Do you want to shadow uh, the inter- internship? And I was like, what does that mean? It's like, unfortunately, we cannot pay you, but you can come in and go as you please. You can learn whatever you want to. You create your own hours. You can uh, ask as many questions as you want. And I, I was like, why not? That sounds like a wonderful opportunity because I'm not going to get that anywhere else. So when I went there, uh, I had amazing people help me and help me understand you know what it's like to actually put your code in action so just seeing that happen and how like a single line of your code can influence like a thousand of people who are using that application it was just wow like I want to do that I want to feel like I created something that is making an impact to some people you know that's what encouraged me to you know, proceed further with front-end development, I would say. That's awesome. And would you say, like, what you learned in school also really helped you prepare for the real world, or was it more of, like, that shadowing opportunity and internship? Um, Honestly, and this is just, uh, like, my personal preference or my personal feelings, but I felt like internship definitely helped me. But whatever I learned, whatever I know so far is something that I've learned while working. Yeah. 
and um, like watching online videos or tutorials. I mean, I definitely had like a solid understanding, which helped me with the fundamentals. But being like a good programmer, uh, it just comes out of practice rather than, I guess, um, course materials. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. And then we saw that you graduated college in three years, and that's extremely impressive. Can you talk about what that was like, if that was um, really challenging, if you kind of went into college with that goal and how you achieved that? So, yeah, um, before I decided to move here, I, you know, I was just like torn between what I want to do. I also wanted to, you know, be independent and just feel or wanted to feel what it's like to be, you know, in another country, doing things on your own, having like this moment to share cultures and stuff. And in that process, I kind of lost a year deciding what I wanted to do because I was already enrolled in a college there. But again, I also really wanted to come to America for my further studies. So when I got here, I was like, okay, Ipshu, you lost a year, you're gonna get it back. You're gonna graduate in three years, you're gonna like do it anyhow, like take all the summer classes you can and whatnot, but you're gonna get that year back. And I, I guess I just set that goal for myself. And that was like the first goal I set after I moved here. So I think I kind of took that very seriously. <laughs> and I did take a lot of credit hours. And um, I did take summer classes. And I also took like a few um, advanced tests so I uh, didn't have to take the classes like the whole semester sure so yeah that's how I managed to do it um honestly now that I think about it I'm like I don't know how I did that like I don't know (laughs) (laughs) right yeah I bet I think that's um really cool that you viewed it as I lost a year um in Nepal so I'm gonna make it up here (laughs) thank you you know, I thought it was amazing. I was just like, oh my gosh, a queen, like getting her stuff done. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Well, thank you so much, Ipshu, for answering those first few questions. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Hi, it's Wendy Merchant, founder of STEM Blazers. With the school year now well underway, we are looking forward to our upcoming event, the Mocktail Social. This year marks our sixth annual mocktail, and it's designed to bring high school and college students together with professional women working in STEM fields for an evening of inspiration and networking, and it is always fun. This event will take place on October 29th in the Metro Denver area, and it's open to all students in Colorado. Please make sure to follow us on social media for more details and to register. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Our handle is STEMblazers. We can't wait to see you this year. Now let's get you back to the conversation. All right, if you to get into our second half, we just have a few more questions. Um, One of them is... Coping with mistakes can be really difficult, especially in the workplace. Do you have any advice for someone who struggles with perfectionism? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's I know it's uh, easier said than done, but like, don't be so hard on yourself. And I know someone who's so looking for perfections, you know, always striving themselves. And it's it's good to have that drive. It's good to have motivation and like confidence in yourself. But yeah, uh, we just need to understand that we can't achieve everything. And we have coworkers and seniors there for a reason so that, you know, they can guide us so that 
we can um, learn from our mistakes and we can help our juniors or someone who's new, um, you know, and tell them that it's okay to make mistakes as well. Because it's, it's an inevitable, like you are going to make mistakes because it's, it's just a very good way to learn. Of course. once you make a mistake, like you have that in your head, you're like, oh, I did this wrong that time. So I'm not going to do it again. So I would encourage them to like, take it as like a learning moment and um, you know be mindful of the situation and just not be too hard on themselves i love that advice so as a software engineer i'm sure you've worked on a lot of different projects is there one in particular that you're proud of or one that you had a lot of fun with (laughs) yeah uh i would say i definitely have had you know fun little projects uh over the last two three years when I first started out, I had like no idea what I was doing. I used to be so anxious. You know, I was like, oh, look at my coworkers because they're doing a great job. And I, you know, I was like comparing myself, which was mm-hmm. healthy. And I used to feel very low. So every work that I did, I was not happy about it. But, you know, once I got used to it, and I once I started doing more learning, making mistakes and learning from them, I kind of started in enjoying what I was doing, even though I didn't know how to do it. So recently, like last year, we started this new project where we were like rebuilding this, this old website and making it, you know, more user friendly and adding more functionalities, making it look better for new clients, making it ready so that we can have uh, other clients use it. So that was a very long project and I feel very happy and proud about it because I kind of took in charge and like led the project. I interacted with my uh, boss, my manager a lot, and he helped me, you know, understand um, how you plan and um, prioritize issues and tasks. And um, it was like a great learning moment for me. And it was really fun because I was introduced to project management a little bit. And then I realized that I also have interest in project management. So I would say that's like one of the best projects that I've worked on so far. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool that you're like, even while you're working in your career and you're and you're settling down into your career, like you're still able to learn new things all the time and gain new skills. Yeah, very important. I'm really grateful and happy about that. And then this is a, touching a little bit back to what we already talked about, but you made the big decision to move from Nepal to America. Do you have any advice for someone who is looking to study abroad or make a big change like that? Um, yes, uh, I would say, you know, first of all, know why you chose to do that, because there can be so many distractions. Um, there can be so many challenges and hurdles down your path and it's easy to like lose that motivation. It's easy to get distracted because, you know, you're here by yourself. You're like, I am just running the show. So I have all this freedom and it's, I've been there too. It's easy to like get distracted by all those things and, you know, not focus on your long-term goal. 
I would also encourage them to like have fun, like learn as much as you can, like get outside of your comfort zone. Um, you want to go make new friends, but you're just like shy because of your accent or something. Don't don't be so like go ahead and like make uh, the most out, out of your time here. Share your culture, learn the culture. It's it's definitely a great experience that's going to like shape your life. So, yeah. I think even what you talked about with being independent and kind of making sure that you stay on that level, I think that pertains to anybody, um, especially I know when when people listen to this, when this actually come, this episode comes out, the school year would have started, but I know we're in the midst of the school year just about to start. And I think that's a big adjustment that you do, even if you're just going to college somewhere near home or anything like that. I think that is a, a big adjustment to make, even if you're not doing this giant leap it can be really overwhelming to get that sudden independence all at once and be like, oh my gosh, wait, my parents aren't here to tell me to eat and my parents aren't here to tell me to go to bed at a certain time or do my homework. And so I think that's definitely making sure that you stay level-headed and and remember that what what you came to do, um, it stays as you're at the forefront rather than getting sucked in by some of those um, other distractions, like you said. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it can definitely be an exciting feeling. Like, it's like everything's new I can do whatever I want but at at the same time it can also be scary it's like oh I've never done this before and my my family's not around or my friends are not around what do I do (laughs) how do I deal with this definitely yeah it is like you said um it can be very overwhelming and I know everyone doesn't have this privilege but I certainly called my mom one too many times (laughs) freshman year and was like mom (laughs) what do I do (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing that's I feel like that's how we all are definitely oh yeah what would you say is like the biggest culture shock for you when you moved over here I think to me I just uh it was just you know crazy to me that independence was something that you want to achieve but it's not it doesn't come easy when you're in Nepal or at least from my experience I craved independence so much um, mm-hmm. When I came here, I was like, you know what? Everybody has their independence. Like, you're allowed to date. <laughs> you know, you're allowed to, like, go on dates, have boyfriends, or do this. Yeah, uh, have, go out with your friends, make road trips. Even to me, that was, like, kind of a luxury at some point. So I would say that was sure. a major mm-hmm. culture shock, you know? So that was, like, <laughs> one thing that comes to my mind. And I'm like, wow, you guys are so cool. Like, you, your parents are so cool with everything. And they were like, they're really not. They're just like, you know, everybody's the same way here. And I was like, that's, that's not how my parents are. <laughs> I completely feel you. If she, like, my... I come from like an Asian household too and they're very strict with that like no dating like you can't go out so it's, it's definitely <laughs> like interesting seeing all the different cultures here <laughs> yeah yeah it was like a, a good culture shock I would say <laughs> yeah for sure all right and we're gonna move into our rapid fire questions section so this is a series of questions and we will ask them and hope that you can answer them as fast as you can Okay. No pressure, though. <laughs> don't don't feel too pressured. Um, and to start us off, what is something that you've always wanted to try? Uh, skydiving. Oh, yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is your female STEM icon? Uh, Madam Curie. 
Me too. I did a whole I, I did a whole <laughs> research project on her. I feel like she's such a badass. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is. <laughs> what is your favorite book? Uh, right now it always changes, but Hooked. What makes you feel confident? Um, achievement. Definitely. What is your favorite way to de-stress? Ooh, a long hot bath or painting with like a glass of red wine. Mm-hmm. My mom and I do paint nights too. We we like we'll get the Ooh, the canvases yes. out and just paint. <laughs> What's the best compliment you've ever received? You are beautiful and smart inside and out. That's so cute. What is your favorite motto? Um, keep it simple. What's your comfort food? Oh, definitely Nepali food. So I would say rice, lentil soup, vegetables, and like chicken curry. Mm, yes, yum. that sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite class to take? I really enjoyed biology. Or, you know what? Let me change that. English. It was my favorite class to take growing up. Yeah. What is something that you've been wanting to learn? Spanish. (laughs) The same. (laughs) And then to wrap it up, what is your favorite song? I would say The Climb by Miley Cyrus. I I don't know why. I feel very attached to that song. That's a good one. I hate it. Yeah. All right. If you want to listen to that song, you can check out our mentor playlist on our social media. And lastly, this is a question that we ask all of our guests. Standing where you are now, what advice would you give to your high school self? Um, just believe in your dreams. Don't hold your thoughts in and don't be scared that you're going to disappoint someone else. Think about yourself first. Put yourself first. If you're happy, the people that who care about you are going to be happy. So don't, you know, stress yourself about pleasing everybody else other than yourself. That hit me right in the heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and our trivia question for this episode is, how long is an eon in geology? If you want the answer, check it out on our social media. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ipchu, for joining us on this episode. It's been an absolute privilege to talk to you. And on behalf of STEM Blazers, we want to thank you so much for sharing your story and passions. Thank you. I I really appreciate you guys. And I had a great time. So did we. That was was awesome to get to talk to you. Mm -hmm. I loved meeting you guys and talking to you and sharing my story. That, that, That was a privilege. Thank you so much. Of course. And thank you to the listeners for joining us for another STEM Blazers episode. If you want more information or to stay up to date with what we're working on, check out our website at stemblazers.org or our Facebook and Instagram pages at STEM Blazers. 